Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve. Wait, 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 that's not right. I'm Chris, but here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Steve. What's up? And Nick, we got the whole crew. Yes, sir. Nice. What's up, guys? Chilling. So what the hell? What's going on here? I'm I'm thrown, dude. Something different. This is is episode What's Everybody Been Up To? We've all been scattered throughout. This is... It's been a few months since we've all been together, so figure a fun episode. Let's switch it up a little. I'll take the reins and start it, and we'll just see where the show goes. All right. Nice. Like we said, guys, it's kind of just a little hodgepodge episode, getting the four of us back together, um, see what everybody's been up to. So, Steve, start us off. How's your week all been? Right. My week's been uh, freaking crazy. <laughs> Seriously, crazy, crazy. Yeah, so I bought a new house. For the listeners and Facebook followers, I've uh, probably seen all the pictures, and I've spoken about it a little, little here and there. Um, Congrats! <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it sucks. No, it <laughs> it's sucks. great. <laughs> it's great, but it's just all the money and all the uh, the time you got to put into the house to kind of make it yours is is wow, you know. But, mm-hmm. but suck I'm, it up, Buttercup. You got a ring to buy too. Uh huh. So yeah, but I did get a chance to fly one pack. I, I had to, you know, new house, has a backyard. I took the Oxy3 Cube, and I was like, you know what? Let me see how it is. And I hovered it, and that's about all I could do. It's not that big. But I think once I get used to it, I should be able to do some orientation practicing, maybe inverted orientation practice. Um, every day I've been moving. So every night, it's basically I get home, eat dinner, pack some stuff, move it to the new place, get back home, go to sleep. You know, I, I usually been getting home around midnight to one o'clock in the morning, so I'm pretty beat. Damn, uh, how about burning, that, burning that candle, huh? Yeah. So yeah, where are you now? You, you recording from the new house or the, still at the apartment? No, I'm still at the apartment. Um, we do the, the big move on Saturday. So Saturday is going to be nuts. I mean, let me just break it down. We got 830 in the morning. We got house cleaners coming, doing a deep cleaning on the house because uh, they had cats. I'm allergic so they're cleaning out the whole house, top to bottom. Um, then we have appliances coming that we ordered from Home Depot. So we got a new fridge, dishwasher, um, a microwave, and the uh, washer and dryer. So that's all nice. coming Saturday too. And Saturday is the big move day. So I'm renting a, a truck from Budget, and me and a couple of friends will be meeting up, packing everything from the apartment like all the big stuff you know dressers beds desk all that tables and stuff and then moving that on saturday so but yeah once this is once saturday's over we should be moved into the new place we'll start sleeping there and um and i'm off next week so i'm gonna try to definitely get out and fly so we'll see sweet Jeez. yeah yeah you any uh <laughs> you any closer to the field now and <laughs> no <laughs> i'm now gonna be by kevin so that's cool Oh, that's that's perfect. It was a yeah. lateral move. It wasn't really <laughs> closer to no. the field. <laughs> it's actually Just, further. 
right? Because it yeah. takes you what hour and fifteen from from where you live. You're pro- I'm probably like at least 10, 15 minutes further away than you are. And before it used to take me forty five minutes at a at a decent you know highway speed air quotes, and now it's gonna take me at least an hour and fifty, an hour and thirty minutes probably. Damn. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Yeah, I think we're gonna find something closer just to tool around with. Yeah, just you know, especially it's winter time now. So how much flying are we gonna really do at the field? You know, last year they closed down the farm, and we had to go to uh, this other field called Heavenly Farms. So. You know, we'll probably just Kevin and I, and even Jeff maybe, um, you know, start flying at uh, maybe Green Pond. Who knows? Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Or that place over by Jeff's. Yeah, yeah, the school. Yeah. You about? Yeah, that place works. Yeah. Um, might not be flying the seven hundred as much, but I mean, I'll still have a killer time with the oxy's and three eighty. So. Time for them big winter builds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Nick, what you been up to? Uh, no flying as of lately. Um, been just doing a bunch of crazy stuff. Got out of the hospital last night. Uh, went in for my first day at a new job. <laughs> right after, like, 12 hours after I got out. Um, oh, wow. Really? Yep. That was fun. Uh, been upgrading my 3D printer. Getting ready to start construction on my own design of one to fit the, uh, size and shape that i need that's pretty nice. much about it wow you're going big with that yeah, uh no platform yeah. what's the size i'm looking at like pretty much two foot cubed wow that's wow. huge yeah. awesome It'll be all right cool how's that oxy coming along you get that thing fixed yet Heck no. <laughs> no. I've been meaning to talk to you guys, uh, especially now that I'm uh, starting this new job. I'll be able to get uh, some income coming in and actually be able to buy some parts for it. I still need pretty much everything from main gear up, just the, the main shaft and all that. Blades. Shit, I have, I have tons of extras, so let me know. I mean, give me a parts list and you know, I'll spot, spot it to you or whatever. You can have it, you know? Just no more videos, dude. No more videos? Yeah, I I happened to click on that video. I was in church, and the video he sent was like, I can't get this effing thing to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. No, no, keep those videos coming. I mean, <laughs> I totally uh, that, was, that was great. What do you guys not understand about this? You're not here, so I'm just going to stop and give up. Like, I don't know anything, and you're all, like, giving me advice of, like, I need to know at least some background information. <laughs> and it was just, the helicopter was just irritating me to put together and get it working. And No, nah, dude, I really, I, I feel your pain, man, because I, I remember being that same, that same point, man, and yeah. it was just tough. Yeah, it, it, it didn't, it didn't help that the, uh, the icon I got had an intermittent fault that right. kept, like, rebooting on itself. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh. electrical engineering background to fix that. <laughs> it really does help to have like someone who's there in person to kind of explain and show you the things. Since instead of like trying to do it over text messages and stuff, that's that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that, I feel your frustration. That's, that's where a lot of it was coming down. It's like if you could literally see what it was doing, you would mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, this needs to be done." But right. instead, it was like everything else, and it was just yeah, yeah. So. Let's move on. Kevin, tell us about your week. Well, I didn't fly 
<laughs> it seems like I'm, we've got a trend going on here. Uh, the first week I haven't flown in a long time, man. But it was it was crazy, anyways. Regardless, dude, I worked my ass off on Saturday around the house, and oh man, and then it was, you know, Saturday night. The wife and I did a couple of things, and Sunday morning it was change oil in a wife's car, go get a haircut, went over to Steve's house, then the family dinner. It was like my my weekend was over like Saturday morning. <laughs> All right, in a blink Just of an eye. So much stuff, man. It was ridiculous, but it was cool because I got a lot of stuff done on Saturday that I wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. basically just yard work and stuff like that. Get ready for the winter, but that's it, man. Nothing, no RC, nothing, dude. Oh man. We're such a sad bunch of guys right the now. The only thing I did was I looked at, <laughs> I got the, the last thing I have to do on that freaking goblin 380 is to do the push rod. And yeah, I don't know what the hell happened and why I have problems with push rods, but it's really starting to freaking <laughs> irritate me. This time the push rod actually does belong in the tail boom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that much I got. It's the freaking. I guess they have two different ball length sizes, and for some reason I got the same on both ends. I got large, you know, links on each end. So the one that goes on the servo is like flopping all around. I'm like, well, that doesn't look right. So I pulled it out, flipped it around, and it, it still didn't go right. So I don't know. It's a good thing I ordered a second one. Um, I don't even remember. When, why I ordered a second one. Is it because you see eight and you're like, and we're all like, you're supposed to epoxy Oh, it. that's right. Yeah, that was it. Yep. Well, I epoxied yeah. it anyways. Even like over the top of the CA and it came out really good. Yeah, and yeah that would have like, been fine. And I'm like, why the frick isn't this? I don't know whether I, I jammed it onto the big one and it should have been the smaller one. I might have done that, but I, I got to check it out. I want to take a look on mine because I feel like they're both the same size and maybe could you could it be, I mean, just hear me out, that the horn that you put on there or the ball um, itself was maybe from the cyclic or something that might have been smaller. Well, I thought about that, but I looked in the manual and they were all the same. All four ball links are the same for all four servos. You didn't put the ball link off an oxy on there, did you? No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. Cool. No. So, so I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll know as soon as I tear the box open. I've been so busy. I haven't even gotten the box open from... The one I the other the extra one that I purchased, mm-hmm. so I'll know right away. Yep, but I got to get that thing flying because it's all orange. It's the you know it's the little brother to the big one now. It's it looks pretty nice. cool. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, man. So, Chris, what have you been up to? Well, I need to bring the mood of this podcast up. Apparently, someone's got yeah. to fly. Yeah, but... so we don't have to remove RC and just be the free fall podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but before I start. I got to say, I'm a really good guest host. I'm not a good main host, apparently. So, guys, this is episode 49. Yeah. What's everybody been up to? Uh, I kind of forgot that. I left that part out. Just the number. We were good. Just the number, yeah. We'll see what editing magic Kevin can do. This is the actual, my actual age, too. This episode number. Uh-huh. Nice. Sure it is. Well, happy birthday to your <laughs> episode <laughs> number. Dude, that was... That's so ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing some flying and selling and shipping. It's it's been a crazy month of roller coaster. We had a, a club member pass away, and the wife contacted our club, and the guy had like twenty five helicopters, twenty airplanes. Half the stuff was new, never opened. And the wife contacted us and said, "Hey, if you guys can help sell this, 
we'll split the proceeds. You know, half goes to your RC club, half comes to me. So I took over the reins of the heli side of it. My club member Jim took over the airplane side of it. Um, sold a lot of helicopters in the first week or so, and then there's just a ton of stuff left over. And I knew we'd be sitting on it for months. And I wanted to get this widow paid and kind of close out the estate for her. Mm-hmm. So I gave her a check, $1,500 the other day, bought all the remaining stuff, and I'm trying to slowly get some of my money back. So I've been posting on Run Rider, Heli Freak, the you know, Facebook forums. Got a lot of it sold, but it's big stuff. It's big gassers. There was five gassers, 30cc wow. gassers. Oh, wow. So those Ooh. aren't easy to che- – they're not easy or cheap to ship, pack, or anything. So I've been busy um, selling some of my own fleet off just because there's some new reviews coming down the road I want to buy. Mm-hmm. And uh, with two kids and non-disposable funds, you know, you've got to kind of, you know, get out – Get out the old, which to me old is like two months old, to bring in a new. So <laughs> I, I've downsized a little. Still have my Logo 690SX. I got out last Sunday with Kyle and some other club members, put a bunch of flights on the Logo, brought the Crack Yak out, and then that Align 550L that I bought. Um, I actually sold it to my buddy in the club who's just kind of learning how to fly. He had a Blade 300 CFX. So he dropped off his radio. I set it all up on a Beastex form, and we actually buddy boxed. Two, three flights, wireless nice. buddy box. Awesome, night and day, because he kept trying to fly the 300 CFX last year by himself at his house, not knowing anything about helicopters. Wow. And uh, he went through three battery packs, just dead nuts, just hovering out about you know 20 feet out in front of us and did an awesome job. So spring's going to be really fun for him. Um, as far as helis, it's two things that kind of stink right now. One, we're really busy at work, which is a good thing. Um, and two, we're losing our light. So for me yeah. to get out of work and try to rush home, grab a helicopter and go to the field and fly, it's just not happening. So we talked about it a few shows ago. You guys mentioned I had finished the crack yak and I did the main flight, you know, in my front yard. Mm-hmm. That plane is awesome. It's everything the velocity is in a smaller package. I didn't think a little 2S450 pack would be much power or flight time, but I can get a full 3D flight, four minutes. That's 3D hovering, rolling circles. Um, nice, I've had dude. that for what about a month now. Thirty flights on it. I mean, I come home. Nice. If I if I have twenty minutes when I get home, that's that's four or five flights back to back to back to back. Motor never gets warm. ESC never gets warm. So that plane, for what I bought it for, fits the bill perfect. It's basically my front yard beater, and uh, been having a blast with it because the days are getting shorter. I run two S on my on the Beaver, man. The the Twisted Hobbies Beaver, and uh, I get seven minutes out of that thing, man. I run well, the, my, the two S. Uh, well, they're, they're probably half the battery size you are, though. They're eight hundreds. Yes, I'm four fifties, and then um, that's, I did that's buy really good, I did man. buy a I did buy a two S eight sixty, and I was getting about seven eight minutes of just normal three D flying, no hovering. Nice. And um, my dad really liked the crack yak, so he actually bought the same plane, same setup. Um, his is a gold. I should send you guys the pictures. His is a black, white, and gold one, where mine is a black, white, and like baby, you know, navy blue. And um, for him, we bought all 860 packs, so he can just sport fly, you know, seven, eight minutes. Cool. So I've been doing a lot of plinker flying, but I'll tell you what, if if I have no time to fly, as long as my fingers are on a stick flying something, I'm still having a ball. It kind of goes, puts me back to my roots, you know? Oh, hell yeah. What what size prop is that thing throwing around? Oh, I think that's got a nine nine six, I think, on it. Really? Wow. And I went, and again, I really like the velocity. I really like their their power system combo you can buy with it. Um, so I did the same thing again. The plane was like 60, 70 bucks, and I went with their, you know, part flyer combo, which came with a 10 amp ESC, 
motor and the three servos, prop saver and uh, um, prop. And I think it was uh, $109 for the whole power system instead of me trying to search out what I need. And it's all, all one-stop shop. Yeah, I think that's key with the Twisted Hobby stuff, man, because their, their setups are great, man. Yeah. So let's uh, move on because we all, we're all kind of busy tonight. Um, so we really have no interviews or main topic this week. Um, but I got a good idea from the guys over at RCHN this week. They were talking about, you know, past helicopters they love and past experiences in the hobby. I know you guys have talked about it. I've talked about it on my episode when you guys interviewed me. We've mm-hmm. all kind of talked about how we got our start in the hobby. But I figure we're all on the same show tonight hanging out. It'd be cool to just kind of real quick go through and everybody explains how and why they got in the hobby. Well, I'm still searching awesome. for why, but I don't know <laughs> how. Yeah, that Oops. why is pretty elusive. <laughs> So well, I know we're... why. I just don't know how. I've oh. lasted this long. <laughs> that, that's true, too. How the heck have we done this so long? Right. You should be asking me that after 30 years. Well, yeah. You, you know, for, for you, it's more like, well, there was a show that said that that jet was going to last about two to three weeks, and I'm still wondering how long it lasted before you sold it. It was about two weeks, right, boys? How yeah. about that 550L that you, you sold your friend, your equipment? How long did that I... last? One week because as soon as I bought that thing to fill my void for a 550, uh-huh. I get the I get the freaking email saying they're about to fill my pre-order on the 550X. So, oh jeez! I don't know. I I, I just I, I enjoy buying and selling, playing with this, playing with that, and then mm-hmm. handing it off to someone else to get you know hours destroyed. and months of fun off of or or destroyed. Yeah. So when are you gonna sell me your velocity? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kyle said the other day. He's like, "Hey, you want some of this crack yak right now? 120 bucks, 130 bucks with batteries." I go, "No." And then my same thing. My dad said the same thing. When are you going to sell me the crack yak? <laughs> I don't sell used airplanes. I fly those till they're dead. Helicopters. And then, then you put baby powder in them and smash them right to the ground. <laughs> we're going to be doing that in a few weeks. My dad's um, little Inversa, the little Inversa, the 280 Park Zone Inversa. Love the plane, but it's been glitching out and just acting mm-hmm. stupid for the past year. So. It's miniature version, but we're going to do the baby powder of death flight on it. So do this, baby powder, and then right behind the motor, put a couple of nails. Hot glue oh, the so nails it, on it so that the battery, boom. Yeah, you know? yeah, don't strap the battery so tight so it just you know, smashes right in. Uh-huh. That, that's what I wish I did with a extra 300. That would have been spectacular. Yeah. yeah. As long as the cub survives, I'm okay with everything. Yes. So she's... That was a great season. That was an emo because Papa. I'm glad I did it. Papa's been up and down the last few weeks. Um, we actually thought he was close to losing him two weeks ago. So my wife and I went there, spent the day with him. He's doing good now. He's coming home from the hospital tomorrow. But he's he's 92. He's a strong 92 year old. He went through the war. He protected mm-hmm. our country. He supplied. He was a father for for four kids and grandfather for for four of us. And it's I mean. He's he's a man at 92, so right. you know if he's here for another month or another you know 10 20 years, I'm glad I accomplished what I want to accomplish for him this summer. And and why I spent it was, it was great when I went and spent the time with him two Sundays ago. That's we had the iPad and we're watching all the videos and he's he's crying again, saying, "Oh my God, it flew so nice, it sounded so good." So nice. That was, I'm I'm glad I knocked that part of the chapter of my life off. So, but yeah, I, it's a back up in a loft and. I think I'm gonna bring it out to all the shows every every summer. Well, hopefully, you know the best happens and you get to bring it out and fly it again for him. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Chris, you must have quite the dilemma in 
choosing what's your favorite airplane helicopter since oh, you've been flying for like like you said 30 years man i know i was, I was listening to the show today and they're all i just finished a show on the way home from work i was driving all over the map today kevin like you yeah i start in one one service call and my next service call is across the map so it's like an hour drive so i'm listening to the, i'm finishing up the rchn and i'm answering all the questions as they're asking all the boys i'm like how do you pick a favorite when you've had like 200 plus helicopters <laughs> i and it's it was tough you know, i was thinking in my head and you know, the Cub is my unicorn. Of course, that will always be my unicorn. Mm-hmm. Um, I still remember my first airplane Papa gave me. I still remember my first helicopter I got from Ray Stacy. Favorites? A- ask me what, what day of the month is it. That's what, what's, what that's what my dad <laughs> Kyle always pick on me for. The, the favorite is always what I'm flying at the time, that I'm playing with it, I'm reviewing. To me, I've flown some crap, but you're talking, you know, 10, 15 years ago before, you know, good systems and good equipment – and quality came out, right. but it's hard for me to pick a favorite. The, the Goblins, they've never let me down. I've had every model except for the Urukai, and they've impressed me time after time, so much to where I've had four 500s. I've had three 570s. I had the 630 went through three phases. It went from a regular 630 to a competition 630, and I converted to a gasser 630. 770 was a floater, so it's hard to pick. You know, I, I've flown in Thunder Tigers. I've mm-hmm. flown Synergy, Align. Like right now, I'm about to – my 550X came in the mail today, the new Align. Um, I haven't touched an Align in four years because I started flying for RC Aerodyne and Chaos, so I'm kind of excited. I remember the first Align Kyle and I had when it ca- they came off the assembly line. I think it was back in the early 90s, 94, 95. Oh, my God, it was just push-pull system and – it was right. crazy, non CCPM, and they've just taken so many advances. And then, you know, some people said a line stole a lot of people's, you know, tools or ideas. But really, a line was one of the originators back in the day. So it's been four, four or five years since I've touched the line. So I'm excited to see what they've changed. Have they made it better? Have they? So I'm excited. I'm always excited to try something new. Is that why you want you chosen a line? Uh, just again, like out of the blue, because you wanted to see what yeah. changes they made. Yeah, you know, I've, I think I've built 15 or 16 goblins. Um, I'm always just wanting to try the next best thing out there. I love my logos. I've done almost every logo in the past couple of years. And I'm like, well, what's new? What's coming out? What can I play with? And there's some blades I might be testing soon. So I needed a 550 class machine again. So I needed a 550. I was going to pick up a used Synergy E5. My dad's got the Synergy uh-huh. E5. I can fly that whenever I want. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to buy a logo again, but I just had a logo 550, you know, a couple months ago. So I'm like, you know what? Let me give a line a shot. It's, it's been a while. So I'm kind of excited to try it out. Do some cool. comparison with some equipment and some stuff on it. Yeah. Nice. I was definitely impressed. When I flew when I flew the 550L that I bought, that I sold to Scott, I made it. I put five back-to-back flights on it, did a video of the Maiden, and then we buddy boxed three flights this weekend. It flew very smooth. I mean, I still, the Beast X. Oh my god! I felt like I stepped back in time to that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Going from flying my Logo 690 with a Neo to flying in a line with a Beast X—that was tough. But it still flew nice, uh, very smooth. It kind of sounded like my dad's Synergy. They've got the helical cut gears, so mm-hmm. it's it's loud. Not loud, loud, but coming from a belted helicopter for the past oh, yeah. two, three seasons, it was weird to go back to a torque tube because not only are you hearing the helical cut gears, 
but you're hearing all the umbrella gears in the front and back and the torque tube yep. gear. So that, that was a little bit of change. I'm used to quiet helicopters, but yeah. we'll see. I'm excited to try this one. Awesome. Cool, man. So yeah, let's start this uh, main topic here. Um, well, you kind of started it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just curious. You guys, you guys know from my episode, I got to start because of my grandfather. You know, we were just talking about Papa. Yeah. Papa, Papa got my father into it. My father got me into it. Papa gave me my first airplane. Rest is history. 1986, 2016. Here I am, loving the hobby. Never going to give it up. I will be 92 plus years old, still flying, still have the passion Papa has. So that's why I was kind of thinking. A lot of people know my story. I just want to know how you got, how you guys got wrapped into this expensive <laughs> passion of all of ours. All right, who wants to go next? Steve, why don't you go? There you go. All right. Um, so yeah, definitely went over this in the earlier. I think it was the the first pilot episode of this uh, podcast. I think Double Zero. I think was our start. Basically, uh, I I loved RC back when I was a kid. You know, from ground. And then started wanting to get into flight. So I think I was around 12 years old and I got some balsa kits and then, you know, I built them. Took a month or so to build them. And then um, the first flight, I crashed them and then threw them away. After about three of those, I was kind of, eh, maybe this isn't for me. Um, I, I used to see this guy flying a heli in like some like open field area off like one of the roads in, in Orange Town. And and I was like, oh, that's so cool. I'd love to do that. But, you know, you look up the prices and it's just, it's not, you know, it's not something I can ask my parents to get me, you know, being 12 years old. And I know, you know, back then too, you know, you hear the horror stories you have of nitros and, you know, the chicken dance and everything. So, um, so I kind of gave it up at that point. I, I stuck with the ground stuff for a little bit off and on. Um, but then about, uh, I guess it's about almost four years ago now. I, you know, I found flight tests. Uh, from flight tests, I basically, you know, met up with Kevin and and Jeff, and started flying planes. Started flying planes pretty heavily, you know, every weekend with these guys. Ended up being good friends with them, and basically from there, it, you know, as I started getting more intermediate into airplanes and getting used to flying, and you know, not ever getting scared of flying, just flying, you know, when you get to that comfort level. Um, then I kind of got bored. So I was like, I want to fly helis. I want a challenge. I want to push myself. So um, got a couple of small micros, started with some fixed pitch helis, then moved on to collective pitch, some crappy, um, you know, piece of crap helis. And then I started uh, getting into the blade stuff, which was my real introduction into like an actual heli that can fly outside, um, you know, that, that can really do some tricks and stuff. And then, and then that was it. After the Blade uh, 450X, that was kind of my real taste into it. Went from that to my 550X, which was the Blade 550X. Um, and I, that was my big first heli. And then I got a Goblin and, you know, that's it. That was the total end of it. Goblin, mm-hmm. Goblin 700, Goblin 380. Um, you know, I had a 570 at one point for a little bit. And now I have a Logo 700 and I have two oxys like yeah it's just it hasn't it hasn't eased up much my my pockets are pretty empty these days but um but i'm loving every moment of it so you know what i think is awesome steve for for you newcomers who've been here in the last couple of years is just the, te- the leap in technology mm-hmm. i mean i've been around since the early 80s so i've seen technology just leap every five ten years 
Sure. Back in the day, to get a helicopter flying, you're talking thousands of dollars. Even a yeah. nitro balsa airplane, Power Hobbies had like the super combos, and you were still looking at fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, now easily. you have an eight-year-old boy who sees us flying YouTube, wants to fu- you know get started. He can buy mm-hmm. a flight sim for ninety-nine dollars from the hobby store, yeah. and he can walk out of there under two hundred dollars with a ready-to-fly or buy-and-fly airplane, charge the batteries on the way to the field, mm-hmm. rubber band on the wings, and be flying you know ten minutes after he gets home. Yeah, so I I don't think people realize how well they got it, and it's so awesome that technology is taking the leap. And not only mm-hmm. is technology taking the leap. But the prices have come down, so it makes it affordable yeah. for kids and adults who yeah. want to get into the hobby. Yeah. So kudos for to sure. you, man, for jumping from jumping from a blade to a goblin in not that long. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, Nick, how about you? How'd you get into um, the hobby? I started out pretty young. Dad had ended up buying uh, Team Associated RC10 GT Truggy mm-hmm. yes. Nitro. I had the RC10, but I had, yeah, yep. Aluminum frame, orange, anodized. Yes, that was the original. No, no, that's that's the old, that's the RC10. The RC10 GT was uh, like the, a short course. Oh, yeah, okay, it was like yeah, a stadium buggy. truggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you're talking about the old, little older one. and uh, Yeah, the graph, was, it was a graphite. It was a RC10, like, graphite buggy. Oh, mine like mine was one. aluminum tub. Yeah, it was, they were aluminum tub. It was like tub. old aluminum tub. was slow as hell. Compared to my Tamiya Grasshopper, five oh my size motor, God, grasshopper. Yep, Man- manual um, mechanical speed controllers with yep. the, yes. the 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 mm. thing with the servo. Yeah, the rotary, the the, the rotary. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. I still have my Falcon somewhere. That's what I was doing <laughs> FPV with Tamiya nice. Falcon. Nice. Yeah, slowly built up from there. Ended up with uh, another team associated uh, NTC three, which was a. Uh, Straight up like nitro streetcar. Yep. I had the short course eight scale truck from Team Associated. Um, ended up with uh, Axial SCX10. Stayed with the ground for quite a while. Uh, at one point, I had a little one channel plane foam. Uh, I don't even remember what year it was. Uh, probably early 2000s when I had always been interested in flight. Mm-hmm. When I finally hit the hobby, and that thing lasted maybe an hour. Oh, jeez! It didn't it that long. <laughs> well, I'm talking about like charging, putting it together, and oh, okay, first, yeah, yeah. Like Total. first flight out, it was rough. Second flight out, it was done. Um, yeah. yeah, you flip the switch on the side, the motor started up, and it went. All yeah. you had was pretty much rudder for all the control you had, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it didn't turn on a dime, that's for sure. It pretty much turned me off from flying for a while. I had seen quite a few people around me get into helis, and they weren't in it very long back then. They'd get up in the air, float over five feet, and crash it. Took me up till finding flight tests, uh, getting that going. Started, you know, thinking about it. Oh, it seems a lot easier. Mine as well. It's only foam. Maybe a couple hundred bucks in electronics, uh, radio, whatnot. And yeah. Yeah, went through that. Went through some lovely experience. Hate the outcome. Couldn't fly. Baby Blender was probably the worst aircraft I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to Bixler about that at like the first Flight Fest. And he was like, yeah, this aircraft has some 
some issues and it probably should have been in design a little bit longer. But, you know, it's it still a decent plane for what it is and I could probably get it to fly now, but with my low skill set, it just it wasn't uh, working for me. And then everyone pretty much knows at this point the FD Spitfire is like my favorite aircraft as of yet. I haven't really found anything to replace it. The best aircraft I have to put as a, a, a love-hate relationship is oh. the 200% Spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> Two flights out of that sucker. Uh, beautiful flights. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, but, you know, I got some things in the works now. New aircraft I'm looking at. Uh, looking at one of Nerd Nick's uh, designs. Trying to get it uh, some of that Speedwing stuff going. I like the way uh, some of his stuff looks. Looks and sound. Nice. Yeah, I got to yeah. build one of yeah. his planes, man. Me too. Yeah, I mean, the, the only plane of his I have is the one he crashed at Flight Fest. Yeah, him and that duster yeah. ran into each other. Yeah, I have that one. He gave me that one so I could look over some of the designs because I was going to gonna start my own design, but now I'm just taking one of his. Cool. So. Cool. Yep. We kind of did miss Chris's uh, favorite aircraft, worst aircraft, and love-hate aircraft, uh, and mine. Do we want to... Yeah, go back. Go back just have Either Kevin can edit it in, or we can just leave this nice little segment. So, Chris. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to copy the boys over at RCHN. Sorry, boys. I just want to know how we all got in the hobby. Oh, but, okay. That's fine. But, now. yeah, well, well, but real quick, favorite, Piper Cub. Even though I've only had five flights on it, I've been looking at that thing since I was eight years old. So by far, even without flying it until this summer, it's been my my baby from a little kid. Um, worst, I can name twenty worst ones from the eighties and nineties. Sure. Um, let's let's say within this uh, this century here, this decade. <laughs> I wouldn't pick one particular helicopter because with the right equipment you can make any turd fly pretty decently if i had to say electronic wise i'm still a big supporter of horizon as much as i'm against it i still recommend if people want to get in the hobby get a blade mm -hmm. helicopter you can't beat the cost you can't beat the mm -hmm. buy and fly slash ready to fly technology um yep. but if i had to say worst they're electronics. Like I love the blade. When I when I reviewed the Blade 300 CFX, I had it about six months before it hit the market, and they wanted me to test it, test it, test it. I put I think it was 180 flights on the helicopter until wow. I finally until wow. I finally got rid of it. And I, I I treated it really nice throughout the review. And then once the review was done and my photo shoot was done, I started beating the snot out of it. The problem is is once I started beating the snot out of it, it held up great to my flying. But after the pictures are done, it's whatever. Fly it like you stole it. I don't care if it crashes because the photo shoot's done. It's ready for the magazine. And mm -hmm. uh, the first crash I had on it, I, all I was doing was I was showing off to Kyle. And uh, I was doing inverted blade scrapes in a pile of snow. Well, it was kind of wet snow. So what did it do? It sucked the helicopter in. So I pick it up mm -hmm. thinking I could just set it back on its skids and fly. No. Every one of those stupid E-Flight plastic geared servos was stripped out. Yep, the spectrum um, servos. Yep. Uh, so that so that's when I went searching. Yeah. Could only find certain servos that would fit those uh, bearing blocks because of how close the bearing block like ledge was to the inner inner bearings. And I ended uh -huh. up finding the the high tech HS fifty fifty fives, the little blue ones with the metal sure. gear train. Yeah. And yeah. I did I, I did a whole review on how to install them, how to reset up the beast X. And I probably flew the helicopter for another you know eighty to hundred flights after. And I and I 
tip it over in the grass, cutting the grass. I was doing inverted blade-shaped landings on a school parking lot. There's a video out on my YouTube channel. And with those servos, I could lift the helicopter back up and go fly it. So I really, in, in this century, I don't think I could pick a bad helicopter because everybody has been doing a really great job. But as far as electronics, when I was testing stuff, the, the, the E-Flight stuff sucks. The motor, it was like I had a couple blades I was testing. And some of those motors would last, you know, 50 to 100 flights. I had one blade. I think it was like a 300, that little E-Flight motor. It mm-hmm. spit the blade bearing after like 25 flights. And then wow. the mo- the motor bearing in the shaft ate the main shaft and the thing dropped out of the sky. Um, wow. Jeez. Never had, pr- never had problems with the ESCs, but I never liked those plastic geared servos and that's what's tough that's how these companies make their money you know joe smith over here goes by as a blade 300 cfx it's gonna be great he's gonna learn how to fly and something inexpensive to fix parts wise you know links blade grip stuff like that but electronics Mm -hmm. once you crash that and you have to rebuild it well guess what it's not buying to fly anymore now they have to figure out how to set up i guess it's a good thing and a bad thing they need to learn how to set up their radio reprogram the servos because they're all different now yeah. So, or you have to spend the money, right, you, to get the the replacement exact replacement part. So you're spending, you know, fifty dollars for a micro servo or six dollars for a micro servo, and it's plastic gear, you know. Right. Yeah. So that's what I can say about that. No, no worst helicopter, just some bad electronic experiences, and that's why, to this day, the sponsors I've had, I've kind of chosen them for a reason, and they've worked mm-hmm. for me, and they've been they've been awesome. That's why I'm still sticking behind all my sponsors. Awesome. Cool. So Kevin, oh no, Steve, Steve, you got to pick your. Yeah, pick I'll yours. do. It. I'll do it real quick. Uh, favorite aircraft? I mean, it's kind of a toss up. If if I'm talking about plane, it's going to be the FT Vigan. Um, that is my favorite airplane to fly. Uh, if I'm talking about helicopters, which that's kind of what I'm into these days, is it's an oxy. No other helicopter. I mean, I love flying my 700s. I love flying the big birds, but. I, I mean, I get, I don't know, maybe because of the size and the, the, you know, it's not very intimidating. So I just have so much fun banging that little heli around like a $2 whore. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> $2 whore. Yeah. Now, now, when we're talking about worse aircrafts, I'm going to go with a Blade heli. I had the worst time with it. I spent so much money on it. And it never flew right after the first crash. And it could have been me, but it was the Blade 130X. I thought that oh. was the biggest piece of crap <laughs> heli like ever produced for in my you know limited um, time in the hobby. I agree. I stripped gears all the time. I mean, it was just it shouldn't have been a torque tube. It just it was, which was like a push rod was a torque tube. It was, uh, you know, you like had, a metal push rod. And you had to spend $150 just to get it to fly semi-decent. Yeah. And then it had those linear servos that I always ended up breaking. I just, I had a, I had, that was terrible. Um, Love-hate-wise, really, I don't have one. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think of crashing as like, oh, you know, I never really, I did have some problems setting up some helis and some planes, but, uh, you know, you get over it and, and then you enjoy it. So I, I'm going to just say no on that one. So, Kevin. Yeah, man. Let's hear you. This is uh, – I'll try and keep it short and sweet, man. Um, when I was a little kid, I built – I think my first plane I ever had was uh, – and it's going to sound stupid off the bat, but stay with me. I was like four or five, and I had this little tiny Lego biplane. And I remember hanging it from the ceiling in my room and just 
pushing it around, like hanging from a string, and it would go around, and eventually it would like get in the right orientation and look like it was flying. Um, <laughs> you got to remember, I was dude. I grew up in the seventies, and uh, oh my god, yeah. No, no, so, no, no um, you're bringing back some memories. Sorry, go. <laughs> so, I was I was kind of interested in in helicopters early on too, like planes and helicopters. Never once did I think about flying RC stuff. You know, when I was when I was really young. So uh, I remember one Christmas or birthday, my dad bought me one of those Cox helicopters, you know, with the little tiny engine on it and the little tiny gas tank and the spring yeah. to to get it going. The yeah. Huey Free Flight. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we didn't have the largest front yard for something like this, and it's probably good that we never got it probably past like 10 feet off the ground. But I can remember to this day, dude, my father sitting on the porch, my brother John, who was like, I don't know, he was probably – in his late teens, um, when I was when I was, I, I think I got this when I was around ten years old. He was like, you know, probably he's probably eighteen at this point, and he was one of those, you know, he was one of those big bad dudes, you know, growing up. He was always in trouble and always fighting and everything. So he was out in the front yard, and he was had the gas in it and was trying to get this friggin' thing started. And I can remember my father yelling at him, "You got to prime that motor! I'm telling you, you got to prime it!" And he's trying to get this thing started, you know, and it's like. Brr. And my father's uh-huh. screaming at him, prime that motor. I'm telling you, you got to prime it. Did you prime it? He's like, yeah, I primed it. We got it up. We got it to fly once. The motor caught and we ran like hell. And it went up, like I said, like about 10 feet, man, and flipped over and, and just came right back down. And we never got it. <laughs> we never got that thing off the ground. But I can remember like that being one of my first experiences with anything like in this hobby, man, like that. So. That's basically that that kind of sat on the back burner for a long, long time. And then I told the story uh, early on. I think it was episode zero, like you said, Steve, uh-huh. you know, where, where we were all set. We used to do a, a Secret Santa type thing with the family. Like you'd have fifty dollars to spend on somebody and you'd pull their name out of the hat. And with with my family, you know, everybody knows who they're buying for by the end of dinner because everybody just tells each other. So my, my brother-in-law, Dave, we were watching football and my we saw an air hogs commercial come on for helicopters. And my brother-in-law Dave was like, that's what I want. Kev. Cause I had, I had him, you know, I had to buy him something. So I was like, okay. And I went on Amazon and I got him the largest helicopter I could find for 50 bucks. And it was $49 for this, like three foot long, three channel, like Chinese helicopter. Mm-hmm. And I knew nothing at the time. So I bought one for myself. I think bought a little uh, coaxial helicopter and I used to fly that around the house, and I wound up giving it to my nephew, I think. But uh, yeah, he flew that. He flew that outside a couple times, and you know how those things are—they're like point and shoot. You gotta like spin it around and, and point it to where you want to go, and then move it forward. There's like almost zero yeah. control uh, over those things. And he wound up crashing it into his neighbor's house and <laughs> busting it up or something, and it was just like, yeah, it was it was problem for him. He, I don't think he flew it much after that. Cause he can't get parts for that thing or, or anything like that. Yeah. But the, from then on, I went from like three channel to four channel. And then, uh, then I found flight test man and started building those planes. Actually, I missed a, a, a step. I, I was, I found Mikey's RC and I built the heli right. from the, from the pup. T-Rex clones. said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the cheap ass T. It was an EXI that I bought from, um, I think X heli dot com mm-hmm. and dude that kit the standalone 450 clone kit was like 35 dollars. it was like the cheapest kit you could find it was so bad and in his video he actually put in the hobby king 
two dollar servos in his wow. on his yeah on his cyclic in the video i think he did on the rudder too but he was oh, like man. you can hover and you can learn on these and yeah you can but you know and he crashed and you're gonna be swapping them out immediately right. mm-hmm. but yeah so that was and that was nothing but trouble man like i've said it so many times that was just so much trouble and i built one of his planes a p51 and i bought a p51 and man i've crashed and done almost everything wrong you can do and I've built almost every flight test plane. I mean, you and I, Steve, and probably Nick, you know, three of us have built almost every damn flight test plane that there is. Yeah. I haven't built a At lot least. of the newer ones. Yeah, I haven't bought the, I haven't built more of the recent ones except for the Sparrow, you know. But I can plane. say, man, that, that um, man, I'm trying to, <laughs> oh, geez, you got to bring that up, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if I have a favorite, man. I mean, I have so many planes that I really like. I mean, I got to say maybe it's a, the Twisted Hobbies Beaver. Yeah, I would say that's yours. Because, mm-hmm. dude, I can bring that out in 20-mile-an-hour winds and have a ball with it. I can laugh like an idiot when I'm indoors. It flies really nice. When, like, when we went to Neff and I was flying that indoors, that yeah. thing flew so good. I mean, I was doing, like, circular touch-and-goes on the one wheel, and then I was doing it on the other wheel. It was just crazy, man. Like, that thing is so easy to maneuver and so I mean- much fun. You even took it and competed in a 3D. Oh, um, that's right. You know, like, what do you call it? Competition. Yeah, and I made it to the second round. All these guys with some of these high-tech planes crashed yeah. out, like, the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's probably my favorite. Man, I'm favorite. I got I to gotta side with you, Steve. Favorite freaking helicopter is the Oxy. Just because, like, I don't, I'm not to the point. Like, I've been doing this for, like, what, three, four years now. And I've been having a ball. And if, dude, if the model makes me laugh like an idiot and I'm having a lot of fun with it, like, mm-hmm. that's, that's to me, like, that's to me the enjoyment I get out of it. If I build something and I, I don't think I'm to the point where I'm going to know, like, hey, wow, I really did a good job building this. It's dialed in. Like, it's, you know what I mean? As far as helicopters, like, I don't think I'm yeah. to the point where I know that just yet. But if I'm having a good time, man, to me, that's all that matters, man. I'm just having, having a ball yeah. with it. Yep. So the worst, it's got to be that freaking FT-22, dude. And mm. that's probably my love and hate relationship, too, because I built three of those bad boys, and they all flew the same Well, Two of them I flew, and they all flew this. Both of those flew the same way. You know, they just wouldn't turn wouldn't turn left or right. I forget. I think it was right. Uh, it was just that it was really hard to get flying. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, like love and hate, Nick has a perfect example, is that, that – um, spitfire he made that giant spitfire because he did such a great job building it and you know he only got to fly it twice i mean he's got the perfect it example i was looking for flew something like that beautifully yeah it flew uh-huh. great he did put a lot of time in it i mean his skills were building were awesome man yeah we'll we'll see how the next 200 percent goes because i've got that picked out kevin i know you've seen uh you were in the chat i when i was talking about it on that uh Photo of the three hundred percent plane, the nerd Nick plane that someone's building. Uh, yeah, yeah, that thing's God. amazing, dude. I just want to know how you getting something like that to the field. Like that's got to have a sixty foot wingspan on it, easy. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, trailer. Uh, how is that getting to the field? You you, you ride it like a bicycle. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so that's it, dude. I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. You know, um, I hate to even say that about a flight test plane, but. Uh, I've had a lot of luck with flight test planes that, you know, you, that Steve, you and I and Jeff have built and 
you guys didn't have any any luck with it. Like the pun jet, I got to fly really good. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones that were that were a little. Oh, quirky. I hated the pun jet. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 scout. I got to fly really well. I flew that for a couple years. You know, the little scout. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. I'm you know. So it's not like I don't put time into it. I I tried right. with that FT twenty two man. It was probably yeah. my power setup or something like that. I had too much, too little. Well, I mean, you had one that flew really well, and it was like, which one was that? Wasn't it like you you cut the uh, the elevator smaller? Yeah, that was the, the that, that actually flew. That was the one. <laughs> that was the. I'm such a freaking FT fanboy, nerd boy. When when that. When Alex did that Alex cam before that came out, uh-huh. I was like cyber stalking that whole video. Like I was taking screenshots of that video and I was going, Okay, I know what a I know what it's an inch and a half for one of those power pods that they use. Right. The you know, the they were using it on the Versa wings, those mm-hmm. little angled pieces that they mount they were mounting the motor to. So I was I was taking all these different angles from that from that video he had and trying to figure out how to build my own before that model even came out. And I was flying the, the other one that they had done years ago. It wasn't an FT version. It was just an F 22 that they had done. That was like a profile. profile version. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And that thing was great. I loved that thing. So I took that and kind of built the fuselage around that and, and kind of, and that one, yeah, that's the one you're talking about. That was kind of like a mixed design between the two. And that mm-hmm. thing flew great, man. That thing you could really get that into a hover, and that—that's what I designed the, the one with the tiger stripes on. Right. You know, I, I colored the the same version basically. Mm-hmm. Put tiger stripes on that one that I have. Nice. Tiger stripes, the lights. Yeah. The busted nose after the yep. last time I flew it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it, man. Well, awesome. let's move on to the news, boys. Yeah. Yeah. I know right. uh, I jotted a few things down. Kevin jotted something down. Yeah, <clears> I have <throat> one thing at the end, too. I've Perfect. got so, nothing. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, jeez. Well, at least you're here with us, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'll start it off. Our buddy Javier, who always texts in emails and, and stuff, he just uh, he sold his 380, his second 380, and he bought himself a Goblin 420. He's been super excited about this thing. Um, he finally got all the electronics for it. He finished building it. He actually sent me some pictures. He did a maiden flight on it yesterday. He said, it's nice. absolutely awesome. Oh, cool. um, and he, he did a great kind of going off of what I've done in the past. Um, mm-hmm. He did a picture build video, really yep. detailed, great pictures, added in some, um, you know, some words and some descriptions. So check it out. I shared it on our free fall page. Mm-hmm. I shared it on my heli Facebook page. So Javier, great job, buddy. Keep it up. Yeah, awesome. Um, Great nice. job. And, and I was scrolling through the other day. I think I was on Run Rider or somewhere. And E-Flight, E-Flight of all people, they came out with this new Trust series of batteries. Unlike myself, uh. who, who uses those little <laughs> plastic uh, battery uh. sliders. You know how I have the battery indicator on my batteries? So I know mm-hmm. green green good, red bad, don't fly. Yep. Yeah. They've come out with a battery almost like the old AA batteries. You remember for a while? Well, you push the two sides yeah. down? Yeah, remember Energizer? You'd push the side yeah. down, and it, and it would tell you what level your battery's at. Well, E-Flight, with these Trust series of batteries, I don't know if you have to push something or what, but on the front of the battery under where the two battery leads come out, there's, mm-hmm. like, a digital readout with, like, it looked like colors, like red, green. 
I didn't really look into it because eh, they're E flight. Everybody yeah, should I don't be trust flying. Their... Everybody should be flying Pulse, you know. Steve, you but, don't trust mm-hmm. the trust batteries. Yeah, I think that's why they name it trust because E flight has a, a reputation of you know flight once or twice and then they're puffed like a balloon. So I just I don't know, and they're not cheap, you know. <laughs> like the regular batteries are pretty expensive. So that's Steve at freefallrcpodcast.com. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I got to give him credit though. When I was when I was testing the Blade 300 CFX, I was still I was still a Pulse pilot then. So okay. I was using the E-Flight batteries that they sent me with it, their little 1350s, 3S, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was flying them back-to-back with my Pulse 3S 1350s. And even with my f- flying style, the 1350s, maybe I had some issues with, like, the 2200s and stuff, but oh, the yeah, little 1350s, I mean, my dad still flies those to this day. Like, really? hand-me-downs from me, he's still wow. flying in his oxy today. Wow. Wow. Every so E-Flight battery I have from a 450 milliamp, to uh, the 2200s that come with, you know, most of their the mid-sized planes, or they just all puffed up on me. And I never, I don't discharge them, like over-discharge them, but yeah, they never lasted for me. Yeah, I think the only E-Flight batteries I've ever ended up with is just the single cells for the micros. Yeah, and even those puffed on me. Yeah, and those are a pain in the yeah. ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll see where it goes. I just saw mm-hmm. that, thought That's it was kind of cool. cool. Maybe, maybe other cool. brands will kind of adopt that down the road. Um, yeah, if, if, if it's accurate, it, it beats grabbing your cell checker and plugging in the balance lead. It's one, right. it's one less step to know if you're good to go. For sure. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so what do you got, Sweet. Kev? Oh, I saw a deal of the week, dude. By the time this podcast comes out, I don't know if it's still going to be there, but uh, RC Helicopter Buy, Sell, Trade, I saw um, – crap. I meant to write his name down. I think it was uh, – Jamie was his name. I saw um, a Blade 450X. Blades, motor, ESC, servos, two pulse batteries. He crashed it and said, you know, there's some stuff you have to fix, but 80 mm-hmm. bucks. Dude, wow. with the with the um, wow. with the Beast X controllers. Yeah. Too. I was That's like, wow, man. Super that, crazy. I yeah. almost bought it. I was like, Dude, I, I saw it. Hate that Why didn't you? I saw it and I thought about it too because I, I have fond memories of the 450X. I, right. And, like, I, and I was thinking, geez, I'll do another scale build or something, but I think I want to go. go larger. Yeah, I just set up a 450x this weekend at the field for a buddy. Oh, yeah? he, came, he came up from Utica, and I had to set up his uh, Blade 300 CFX. He's like, "Hey, if you have time, uh, my buddy's got a Blade 450x. He crashed and he stripped his servo out. Mm-hmm. He put his servo in it. Can you do a setup?" So I got out my iPhone, pulled up the Beast X uh, um, oh, manual, manual, went through the little toggle lights, and had it set up in like 10 minutes. So it's pretty. It's pretty funny to go back and set up that little plastic helicopter i got it flying i would pay you to do that for me after the, the struggle i had with that that beast x i don't know why it's just i guess because you hey where's so many my times, pay too. Where's, where's my paycheck i would pay you <laughs> it's in the mail yes but i got some news start and... steve did you did you like how i totally ignored you yes it's Sorry, okay man. You're, you're helping me move right i'm helping you move yeah. there you go there you go so, <laughs> um, Goblin has a little teaser video. They're bringing out a new heli, a new size heli, or new to them size, I guess. I don't know. What do you guys think? Have you guys seen that video? I did see the video. It's like a, a blurred out, you know, yeah. it looks like they're flying in the snow. Yep. I can't tell what size it is. I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm under a DNR or whatever those are called. I can't comment. 
Okay, okay. You're on uh, NDA, right? Non-disclosure agreement, NDA. Yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go, yeah. She's okay. So, so, yeah, don't, you know, don't say anything, but, um, yeah, message me. Message me later. Um, I think it's an oxy size. I think they're going for the 300 size. The, the head speed on that thing, and when you hear it flying, just from the, the sound of the head speed, it sounds like it's pulling, you know, 4,000 RPMs. It's... It's like an oxy size, 300. I don't think you're going anything smaller than a 250. Okay, okay, I'll tell you guys. It's the same size as a Blade MCPX. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, what was that video yeah. under? What was that under a microscope then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, imagine that. Oh, my God. No, I mean, Goblin wouldn't do it. SAB would not do that, I think. I don't know. I think that's what the guys from RCHN thought, right? That it was uh, in that size. Well, they, I think they were mentioning like almost a 180 size. I don't think it's that small. No. I, th- I think it's going to run. They'll probably bring out some weird blade size. It'll be like 295s, you know, or something. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a competition for the Oxy. I really believe that. So we'll have to see. I don't know. We'll see. As long as it can fit. Micro servos and a and a full uh, neo on it. I might give it a shot. Cool. We'll have, we'll have to see. Okay, so I guess that's it for the news, dude. Yeah. When when is the Oxy Four coming out? I mean, Oxy Four. Well, Oxy Two is what's next on their production, like or release, oh. um, and that got pushed back. That was supposed to be like think around this time of year. I'm having I'm having flashbacks to Duke Nukem Forever. Like mm-hmm. that never came out. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't officially know, but I'm guessing that Oxy Two is going to come out in uh, springtime, and that means Oxy Four is probably going to be in the summer or later. So, okay. uh, you know, when it comes out, I'll sell one of my Oxys and definitely get one. But for now, I'll bang my Oxy Threes around. Love it. Yeah. So what's next, Chris? What's next in the hobby, Nick? Why don't we get Nick up there? What's next for you, Nick? Hi, the next build it bigger basically episode for me. Um, finally got a new plane picked out. It's gonna be a Nerd Nick design, two hundred. Be my first Nerd Nick plane. Uh, I got to talk to him a little bit, uh, private chat about some power setups and if what I had from the two hundred percent Spitfire stuff would work and could be enough power. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it seems like it's gonna work out. So basically, I only need to build up the airframe are you going to build a, a regular size first to try it out or just going to go right for the 200 percent? oh i'm going straight for the 200 percent which is going to be crazy <laughs> nice. yeah. um, i will be getting into contact with a couple people who have uh it, within our group of friends from not only flight test and flight fest but mm-hmm. uh, in this podcast itself there's a couple people like uh aaron blake who have built a few of nerd nicks models and yeah, I'll I'll be getting some. Uh, I've already sent him a message. He hasn't seen it yet, but I'll be trying to get some of his help, see what he thinks. Maybe get some pointers on areas that might need to be beefed up or supported. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm wow. trying to convince uh, uh, Nerd Nick's actually working on a 200% Corsair of his design. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince him that he needs to find a way to get it to Flight Fest next year. Uh, yeah. Oh wow, that's gonna be, be great. Isn't he from? He, he's he's, he's in California, in California. yeah. Yeah, pretty so sure. California. No, wait, no. <laughs> uh, 
Is, is he, he California or did he move to Texas? I don't remember. Oh right, yeah, yeah, oh, no, he, did, he, yeah. he moved to yeah. He just moved yeah. to Texas not that but long even ago. Even then, that's still gonna be that's still he, a drive. That's still a drive, <laughs> and then like, you know, I mean, what do you? How do you fit something that has was it? What was the wing side, wingspan on that? Uh, two hundred twenty. Uh, I mean, twenty two hundred. Uh, yeah, it was like twenty two hundred. I can I can look it up. Yeah, I've got but, it in the chat. But yeah, I mean, how do you get that in a in a car? You'd have to get some type of trailer or <laughs> you, you pretty, know twenty four uh, foot U haul van, you know. <laughs> yeah, he, he was uh, he was talking to me and like he was basically saying that like uh, he'd have to get one of his buddies who's who normally drives up for Flight Fest or or would be this year to drive it, and he'd probably fly in or something. Mm. Damn. Or he has to design it like Kevin did with his SC five, right? Yeah. If you're not busy for like a month, yeah. Or my, or my Spitfire had the wing come apart. Yeah, yeah. you had to, yeah. you know, make it modular. So, cool. Yep, definitely. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. Nice, and you're also gonna try to finish that 3D printer, right? So you can make all these components, right? I'm not sure how many uh, components it's really gonna need 3D printed, but uh, yeah, I'm getting the uh, the printer I got. Technically got two, but only one that's pretty much working. That one's going through some upgrades and a, a couple of pieces, uh, like a new main board and uh, different stepper drivers that I'm testing, trying to figure out like uh, what I'm looking at. And I'm also going to try to gear down uh, the X and Y axis to try to get some better accuracy and stuff. And nice. we'll see how things go. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be my, my test platform before I go and actually scale everything up. Nice, can't wait to see that. Kevin, what's yeah, next man. for you, buddy? <laughs> Dude, if I don't get this SE5 measured out and try and get one out to to people, man, or figure out how I'm going to do it, it's going to drive me crazy because well, we're, we're coming up on wintertime, and I, I think I'm definitely going to try and make Neff again in whatever it is, March or April, and that's an indoor event. Are you talking about the smaller one? Yeah. 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 Well, the, you don't really have to. I mean, Flight Test has got an SC5 coming out. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not sure how that's going to fly. Uh, built up. Mine. Mine was. You know, mine definitely had the fold over wing, and you know. I, I don't. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Bixler really liked liked it a lot, and that's why there's a Flight Test model coming. Yeah, dude. No, I'm. I'm psyched. I'm going to build that one. It's a little mini version. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to build them both, the triplane and the SC5 that they're putting out to try them out. Yeah. But oh, mine was, good. mine was really good, and it flew really good. And I'd like to get it, you know, in 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 a form where I could put an article together. And yeah. I'd love, I'd love to go to Neff and just have Bixler take it for a couple laps around to see if he likes it because it was, yeah. it, it basically took off and landed by itself. It was so freaking easy. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I'll it's, definitely it's not have that to sp- build one of yours. And it's not that small. I mean, it's small compared to the two hundred percent you had. But I mean, what was the yeah, wingspan? Like forty, forty-seven inch. Yeah, it was still pretty yeah, good size. That's a that's a good size plane. Yeah, and it's loaded. It was. Yeah, I don't know, it just it looked like <laughs> it looked like it was like a stall. Like you just one foot takeoff, one foot land and stop. <laughs> I mean, I lost the motor at one point when I was testing it. Remember, the motor came off the firewall and it just yep. came down by itself. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So I mean. You know, for an intermediate guy to to be like, hey, I'll put that together and uh, have some fun with it. You know, it'd be a good plane for that. Are you going to when you make the article, just curious, um, are you going to 
include the 3D print files, or are you going to give an alternate like method of um, building a landing gear structure and stuff? Because you know, not everyone has a 3D printer, so. Uh, you know, that's a good point. I don't know. I'm definitely going to include the 3D files. I wanted to build it around the 10 by 10 millimeter. The square dolls? Yeah, that flight test used, but it doesn't look scale like that. It, it kind of takes a lot away from it and kind of makes it, you know, that much heavier. So right. um, I might just leave in what I did, the ripped down version, and, and just tell people, you know, you're going to have to get this. Or maybe I can go to Home Depot and see if I can find something. You yeah, know, that's a that good option. Mm -hmm. They just flush cut and then build around that. Uh, because what I did with the with the frame that holds the top wing on, I just I kind of cut that at the right angles and and ca it together. Wasn't sure if that was going to work, but it did work. Uh, and then I had mm -hmm. to angle it correctly. But if I can get all that done in uh, a 3D printed, you know, former, I think that would work out really good for people who just could, you know, flush cut it and put it together, you know. Right. The landing gear, I definitely had all, you know, printed up. Which worked out yeah, really well, yeah. and I actually even three D printed the wheels too. So, right, you know, put all that out there. So it might be worth to like go to Home Depot and see if you could find common parts to do the same thing, you know. And yeah, it might not be perfectly scale or whatever, but scaleish, you know, at least in the air, right? Yeah, yeah. Worst comes to worst, they can look up maybe a makerspace in their area and see if they can get in to use the three D yeah. printer for yeah, a price. Exactly. And also, you could do shapeways, right? Like you could send yeah. send a file and they'll uh, ship it to you. There's, there's a bunch a of few. online. Yeah, yeah, there's quite a few. But going back, I have to ask you guys. Uh, you were talking about the biplanes and triplanes that mm -hmm. uh, FT's coming out with. Do you guys watch the vlogs? And have you seen the Zeppelin that they're working on? Oh, I, I haven't not. seen that one. I've been up to date on a lot of the vlogs, man. And go I, watch. I, the I think I missed vlog. that one. There's, like, so many conspiracy theories going on about this, like, Zeppelin-looking build. It's funny. Nice. Well, the the latest one was just a compilation, right, of uh, of all the, like, close calls, the air-to-air -air stuff? Uh, maybe the one before that, then. Okay, I, I missed one. Yeah, because I've been keeping up, but it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's pretty entertaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but go, go check out the Zeppelin. It's It's pretty big. And then I got that damn Corsair that I built, and I always talk about, and I got to get that thing in the air, man. Before never has winter, never gonna happen. Nope. Wait, that's the Ops Corsair. Yeah, I mean it's done. I got to throw the motor in it and a receiver, and I'm ready to go. I got retracts in that and everything. Really? You too busy flying at least. I am. You know, you know where mine's at. My mine's sitting mostly cut out. As sad as that is, the Alps one. Yeah, the Alps Corsair is. I mean, it looks fantastic, man. When I like, if you tape you the, the turtle deck, yeah, if you tape that up first with like colored packing tape and then form it over, it comes out like it's it's slick, man. It really looks nice. Yeah, I got like one half of the wing to cut out, and like I think that's pretty much it. And the formers, uh, the yeah, the formers were a pain. Yeah, or not the former, the um, the turtle deck formers. Yeah, they were a pain. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's like literally all that's left to cut out and just put it together. But yeah, I've, other things got in the way. All right, that's it for me, man. What do you got, Steve? Like I said earlier in the episode, I just have a lot of house stuff to do. I still got painting to do. I, yeah, it's I, the hobby's gonna have to wait a little bit. But I am off all of next week, so I'll probably meet up with one of my friends who live in the area. 
and mm-hmm. try to pick a day where, you know, maybe when I'm waiting for the paint to dry, mm-hmm. move it up a local park, put a couple, you know, flights in. God, Once, I wonder who that would be. Golly. Could that be me? <laughs> no. Couldn't no. be. You, you're, no, too far. No, no, it's not. It's, it's not him, Nick. It's not. Um, <laughs> I know. If, yeah. For the folks that, you know, follow the, any any of our posts and stuff on Facebook, it's uh, it's Rob McClellan. He um, he lives in the area. He, you know, so we'll probably meet up with him. It's, it's Rob and his son, Devin. But, um, you know, I, I have this motorcycle, and I know, you know, Chris is like, Chris has mentioned it to me. My fiance mentioned it to me and i've even really thought about it too is you know i have this um 600 double r sport bike i haven't ridden it in a year and a half ever since i really got deep into the hobby and started the podcast and flying every weekend i just you know my friends like yeah we're gonna go for a motorcycle ride and i'm like yeah i'm gonna go flying <laughs> yeah, so it's a decent looking bike it is it's you know it's fun and i used to track it and you know the, the bike that i got my my knee down for the first time on and stuff and and i'm like i don't know i i I could probably get three grand for it um and if i do i think i'm gonna sell it i think i'm gonna go and uh and just you know i could buy a a brand new helicopter flat out just buy everything in one shot uh with that money so if that does happen um i think i'm gonna go big just like nick Building it bigger, I think I'm gonna do an 800 Protos Max V2 or the Synergy 766. Running a 14s setup now. Oh, oh boy! <sighs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, but we'll see. Uh, you know, with the house stuff, um, I'll also announce it too. You know, next week I'm getting married. It's actually a week from today. What? Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna kind of do a town hall wedding. Save the money because we're we're really spending a lot of money on the house and and getting things going. So nice, Anthony. It's an Anthony Garcia up. marriage. Yeah. Sim- simple, simple, man. Yeah. That's the, to, that's the way to do it. Have a party later. Exactly. That's the plan, right? You know. Yeah. Get, as get long as all that stuff going, and then later on, we'll, we we could throw a party. And, and, as as long yeah. as she's happy, you're good. Yeah. That that's that's that was her idea you know i was like are you sure you don't want to have you know a wedding even if it's a small gathering like have a ceremony and a reception she's like no no let's just you know yeah it's because she's been waiting so long (laughs) 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 put the damn thing ring on the finger already go (laughs) yeah steve Uh, i've been married seven years and we still haven't thrown the party (laughs) yeah we went out to vegas got married and yeah we said the same thing. Yeah, we'll throw a party. Yeah, we never did. Yeah, yeah. And actually, my girl's like, we don't need to throw a party either. And I'm just like, ah, okay, whatever. We'll figure it out. So, I mean, you know, it's if she's happy, like, you know, Nick was saying, then I'm happy too. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to happen. Um, I'm so yeah. glad you didn't say happy life or happy wife, happy life. I hate that freaking saying. Happy wife, happy life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you hate that saying? I don't know. I just can't stand it because the the chicks that usually say it are are pain in the ass. But I feel like it's not the chicks that say that. I feel like it's more the guys like, if she's happy, then I'm happy because I'm not hearing it. (laughs) You know? I don't know. I usually say happy husband, still a husband. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. (laughs) 
when I hear okay. that. All right. Yeah, so that's about it for this, you know, coming up for me this week. How about you, Chris? I am going to, in about 20 minutes or so, when we get done podcasting, I'm going to jump mm-hmm. on this 550X build. Um, okay, by, I expect by, it to be done tonight. No. <laughs> hey, hey, no, it's a work night. It's a work night. Probably so be it'll be flight tested in about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll probably be 10 o'clock here shortly, before, right before we wrap up. So I'll probably put an hour on it before bed. Like, I'm watching the kids tomorrow night. We're going to go. And Haley's got dance tomorrow night. And then I'm going to take him out to dinner because Nicole's going out of town. So I probably won't touch it tomorrow night. But I'm hoping Friday, Saturday night work on it and hopefully made in Sunday. Um, nice. we got plan. We got family plans all weekend, but my goal is to do a hopefully a Sunday, Saturday or Sunday morning main. So we'll see how that goes. And other than that, I just want to fly more. I mean, let this Sunday, fifteen mm-hmm. flights. It's um, fifteen flights felt awesome. And it, I was back at the field for mm-hmm. the past like month or so. It's just been front yard crack yak flying. So right, um, Kyle's been traveling a lot. So being back in the field, it felt great. Um, I got to hang out with my boy Kyle Stacy. Kyle Stacy, okay, Stacy. Um, and when we're out there, I mean, we just have a blast, man. He, he's always busting my balls, but he's still pushing me to try new things. We're passing a transmitter back and forth with the crack yak, just, just laughing our asses off. So it felt nice to finally be back at the field again versus just, you know, front yard flying or parking lot flying. So yeah, that's just about it. Build, fly, repeat, and have fun before the snow hits. It's supposed to be snow Monday. So, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not happy. Winter. Uh, they said possibly this weekend and then definitely Monday. Um, our forecaster said, get your shovels out just in case. So I cleaned the oh, whole garage boy. tonight so we can park our cars back in the garage. So, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. So, Kevin, let's wrap it up, man. So, dude, wait a minute. You said Kyle Stacy earlier in the episode wanted to purchase your Velocity? No, no the, the Crack Yak. The Crack Yak. Oh, I thought that was the plane. He said, "Nice plane. Why'd you buy it?" No, no that's, that's, a, that's a jet that you own. <laughs> I was gonna bust yeah. his chops about it. Okay, I'm getting no, my that, stories mixed up. Yeah, no, that's a jet. Well, he probably says it for everything I buy, and he's like, "Oh, this is <laughs> kind of this is kind of fun." <laughs> right. <laughs> he's the one that owns my um, Great Plains Kunai. Oh, does oh, he really? Or nice. did he? He drilled it into the ground. <laughs> nice. Did it make that sound right? That whistling sound right up until the very last minute. Star Wars. It sounded like Star Wars until it hit the ground. <laughs> awesome, dude. So let's wrap it up, man. Wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it up. It up. All right. Who's going? Steve, you doing it? Doing the Facebook likes? I guess so. I don't know. Everyone loves hearing how I pronounce uh, names. So uh, Facebook likes, 348 plus five this week. And we have four names. Amazing. Nice. All right, we got. Oh wait, you didn't cue the music, did you? Cue it. Okay. <laughs> Jamie Devers, Michael Lucky, George Ryan, and Sean White. Nice job, dude. But it's not Sean White the snowboarder. Just it's Sean S E A L. Just saying. All right. You are the Facebook. only one who would mistake that. I, I know. No, I guess we don't have. Uh, I used to snowboard a lot. I don't know. Cool. All right. Facebook comments. Moving on. Oh crap! I had Facebook up here, but it was making a lot of noise. Because he doesn't know how to mute chats. Because I don't know how to mute chats. Whatever that means. <laughs> you can mute the chat so it doesn't like bing in all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna need to Google that. 
Um, hold on. I it just makes me want to open up the. Let me Google that for you website. Yes, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> Which that? I let love. What the hell is that? Oh, oh God! I, I will send it to you. But anyway, they've updated their site and it adds like so many more search engines and stuff you can do. All right, so um, a lot of people liked our um, our talk with Dan from RCHN. Um, Boo. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, boy. I wanted to point out that Chris posted something on our timeline about, about that episode saying, wow, just wow. Oh, no, that was Frank, Frank Mordellis. He said, wow. Just wow, today's show was flat out awesome. You guys have to do that with the rest of the RCHN crew, and I firmly am behind him with that. He said, uh, just like Dan said, we evolved so much, so please please keep up the good work. So thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank. And then, yeah, and then our buddy Ed Johnson said, um, you you responded to this, Steve, I think, uh, about the topic of night flying at Urcha, Mm -hmm. that the night flying should not be a problem, although some guys have some homebrew stuff that's kind of sketchy he he pointed out that the spotlight flying um will probably be in a small area and the tower is kind of large so right um he doesn't really see it being that big of a big deal that much of a big deal i don't think they're gonna allow spotlight flying at all like so let me make that correction when i thought spotlight flying i thought it was also the construction lights it is not i think they're singling out just when people actually hold like these two thousand you know, Lumix, whatever candle wop, yeah, yeah, spotlights, and they're following the helis. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was. My right. definition of spotlight flying was. Mm-hmm. He said he's witnessed several times when guys had, like zoned out, didn't track the helis. Yeah, yeah, that I could see being all right. That's a little out of the out of the park there. That's a little crazy, right? Um, I mean, it's exciting. I bet I'm sure it's real exciting to be there and see that. But yeah, yeah, I feel like um, if I, mean, I had yeah, my motorcycle helmet, I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah so so thanks ed cool thanks ed i don't know if there's anything else you saw um other than like gina liked uh our dan k reed episode mm-hmm. and guys have been commenting on stuff like that so thanks everybody for commenting on the facebook page yeah keep them coming thank you so website comments you seen any chris did chris fall no. off the toilet or, or no. <laughs> no i'm here right. uh no i didn't I didn't see anything. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any new emails come in. So Podbean, people that have started following us, uh, there's a bunch, actually. Um, cool Farmer, Irock Camaro, ABS, or AB Schneider RC. I wonder who that is. Um, Andrew Schneider. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Hugh B. Wan and Y Psych Class 108 and this one I read and I laughed my ass off. Um, <laughs> Jerry Sickle Burn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I liked it. Um, A.B. Schneider RC liked our episode, uh, so yeah, okay. And I think it's Mike one. It's like M1KE1 liked uh-huh. our episode, Dan K. Reed. So thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, you know taking a little bit of time and clicking the like button. I don't even know how you do that on podcast or Podbean. So. Yeah. No nice. idea. Yeah. Awesome. So who's doing the outro? Chris? I'll do the outro. No iTunes reviews. We're good. Oh, no. I, I checked. There was... Wait, wait. I think we do have an iTunes review. Do we? Yeah. Hold on a second. Because I signed us up on that... Um, 
what is that thing called? World, the, worldwide? Yeah, like the, the worldwide one where it was basically taking everyone. Okay. Yeah, um, thanks to a, a listener for helping us out with that. Oh, and we do have a... We didn't we didn't read this email. We do have an email here. Ugh. Ugh. Jeez, you guys are just on the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, well, let me go through it real quick because I want to give him a shout-out. So... Martin Beach Jones, he wrote to us, and he says, Hi, I really enjoy your show, despite never flying a heli, and my only multi-copter is an inductress, which barely counts. I think it counts. Those tiny boots are... Yeah, those things definitely count. You see some of the things people are doing with them? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, those count. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, he's saying the inductress is the only thing I could fly inside on those weeks where the wind just won't die down. Need to fly something. Uh, let's see. It's actually good throttle control practice for 3D planes, which he's saying he sucks at throttle control. For my email, you guys seem stressed over iTunes reviews and other dubious podcast stats. Uh, listen to the show via the podcast app built into Windows Phone. I have no way on this app giving feedback, nor do I know if it even makes your stats. So, yeah. And then he says, by the way, all things Apple gives me diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I really appreciate if you stop talking about iTunes, iTunes, uh, iTunes, iTunes. Dude, I would love to stop talking about iTunes. <laughs> oh man! So he says, uh, Apple inspirational product for the vicious. <laughs> but anyways, he's a great show. Plus one listener from ooh, Western Australia. Nice down oh, under, mate. From down under, awesome. Um, okay, and then let me just kind of go back on this email here. Crikey! Crikey? <laughs> yeah. just the dingo ate your baby. The dingo ate your baby. Uh, yeah, that's from uh, RCHN. I love when they do that. That's from <laughs> Seinfeld. That's from Seinfeld, dude. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah Lane Bennis. All I know is, it, I, is, is Nick does it. He does like that accent when, uh, you know, they talk about, what do you call it? Australians. Australians. <laughs> So, wow. uh, yeah, I can't find that thing, so we'll just talk about it in next week's. Oh, wait, I found it. Of course I did. All right, oh, well, let's have a skiz at it. Uh, no. Dude, you're killing me. This is oh, all cool. over the place. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. I need to get this. Um, <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Dude, I just got something I want to say real quick. I just want to give Dan Reed a shout-out from RCHM for not only coming on the show last week, but for fitting us into his immensely busy schedule that he has. The guys work at nights and working like 50, 60 hours a week. So thanks a lot, Dan, for fitting us in. Give us an, give us like an hour. Give us, give us, give us, giving us, giving us an hour. (laughs) I'm at a stroke over here. (laughs) Hey, before I outro us out, boys, I want to say it was nice to have the four of us back together for, Mm -hmm. for a nice little short episode. Yeah, and uh, we'll have to do it again at the one-year uh, anniversary episode. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I don't know how hey, we're going to work that. We're going to have like four hundred people on the show, but uh, should be a lot of fun. Ready for me? To bring you boys out. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read it on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail dot com. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, facebook dot com forward slash freefall rc podcast don't forget to check out our webpage. myself always add new stuff if you want to see stuff on the website guys send it into the show 
Facebook. Let us know. If you want to see some on there, I'll put it on there for you. FreefallRCPodcast.com. Hi, Chris. Uh, fl- Hi, hey, Chris. <laughs> we can actually say hi, Chris, to you. Per- <laughs> I know. I was- <laughs> Live, yeah. You just screwed Flight- it all up. Flight test forms, off-the-field audio and visual audio and video production other than flight test podcast free fall rc podcast head over there check it out say hi to nick hey hey guys (laughs) um any 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 of you guys diehard helicopter guys out there you want to follow any of my my builds or my videos um check out my website 3d and scale rc helicopters.com there's a contact us page you got a link to my email my youtube channel all that fun stuff Mm -hmm. so until next time boys Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Later. Hey, hey, Patch on Mike. Hey, Patch on Mike. Ah, and there goes Pat. I had to do it just for fun. Hey, Patch on the mic. Hey, Patch on the mic. And there goes Freddy uh, <laughs> Flush. I had to do it just for fun. Chris, I was going to say, all you got to do is Google scale helicopters, scale RC helicopters, and your picture comes up on like the first page somewhere, and or, you can follow that link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or SAB, Align, yeah. RC09. Yep. Surprising it doesn't pull up like a picture of him holding a helicopter while on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the quietest okay. place in the house. All right. All right. So Steve, go get some yeah. stuff moved over, buddy. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, definitely. Take some more pictures of that house for us. We want to see a uh, nice video tour of the inside. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kevin, real quick, look in the actual chat window for Skype. I sent you a link. I just, yeah. I, I just Googled that and Chris, there's a picture of you on Pinterest that came up, like the first nice. page. Ew, Pinterest? <laughs> Pinterest. Well, dude, right. at least it's not guyswithguys.com or something like that. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, what am I, I looking for, dude? In the Skype the chat window, Skype if you hit chat. the little chat thingy, it'll slide out, and you'll see there's a link that I put for you. Let me get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, how do I mute Facebook Messenger? Yeah, click on it, though, and watch. Oh, what the hell is this? It's it's Google. Yeah. It it literally shows you how to Google. Yeah, let me Google that (laughs) for you. (laughs) Does it... Now I'm Googling how to punch my friend and him not take it (laughs) personally. Dot com. (laughs) (laughs) Why is my friend right. such an ass.com? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, so now you understand why we were laughing so hard of let me Google that for you. Yeah, I do. Perfect. Like- we got bloopers for the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>